Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Stefan Walters. He is an author and speaker. Stefan, welcome to our podcast today. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. So you mentioned that you recently moved to LA and a lot of people might have the same desire to move somewhere, to write a book, to start a company. What do you think it is that you, you had the courage or even if you thought of it as courage to just move to a, another place to, to continue your dreams? Like is, is this something that you feel you can, you can build, learn and train? Or do you feel something like that is something that you're just born with? I believe that it is something you can train yourself for. Um, but to that point, I would also like to warn people, you know, about over planning when it comes to big life moves like that. You know, when you make big life moves and you put your livelihood on the line, a lot of the times, you know, it's easy to kind of sit there and nitpick every facet of the decision. Um, and, you know, a lot of times it's easy to talk yourself out of that decision or delay it. And that's kind of what I was personally doing. And so it kind of got to the point where I reached some crossroads where personally I felt like that there wasn't anything stopping me other than myself. And I think, you know, a lot of people start to realize at that point. And so once you come to that point, then you realize that, you know, whatever it is you're chasing, whatever the goal is, a lot of the things that you need to learn, you kind of have to learn them through experience. You know, and so if you spend too much time trying to plan and learn it on the front end, you realize just how much of that stuff doesn't actually apply when you put yourself out there. And then you realize, you know, just how much time you could have been using actually doing the work and learning from your experiences versus, you know, kind of thinking about the what ifs and the buts and the ands of things of that nature. Yeah, and I want to stress one point you mentioned about nitpicking things, because frankly, again, so many of people say they want to write a book and start a company and travel the world and they literally nitpick the decisions and to your point i want to stress that point because i don't want to gloss over that really important point where just sometimes actually all of us have this internal compass and it's unfortunate that we don't always feel that or we don't really listen to that so for you you know what was that turning point then like you, you said yourself you know you were nitpicking but what was the final thing where you know you're going i believe the final decision for me was really getting in touch with my why you know, why I wanted to write the book, why I wanted to make these decisions. And I think, you know, once I got in touch really with, okay, why I wanted to do it, um, you know, it was a little bit easier to say, okay, well, you know, if this is really why you want to do it, and if you see a bigger purpose for what it is that you're doing, you know, whether it's writing a book or starting a company, a lot of times people see a bigger purpose other than just writing a book or just starting a company, you know. And I think really getting in touch with that why kind of helps give you that motivational push because then, you know, if you don't necessarily apply the effort, it kind of feels like you're denying a gift from society, you know? Yeah. And it's important. Like we all really do have gifts. It's literally why our podcast is called the Gifters Podcast because your story is a gift to the world. So let's talk about your story they wrote in this book. It's called Finessing Finances, the Refreshingly Entertaining Guide to Personal Finance. So what what inspired you to, to write this book on that topic? So yeah, finesse and finances really came from my personal experiences. After I graduated from college, you know, I started working, had a decent job, making decent money, but I started to realize, you know, just how much I didn't know about personal finances and how they work. 
And, you know, a lot of the peers who I went to college with, who, you know, came from more fluent families who, you know, they might've grew up learning about finances or, you know, they had more experiences with it. I just noticed just how differently they would talk about finances. And I was like, you know what, it's kind of a disconnect here. Um, so I went out, taught myself personal finances, learned a lot about it, studied a lot of the information. <clears throat> and then it got to the point where it was, okay, I kind of realized, you know, this information is dry, is boring. And, you know, I can see why a lot of people don't like to learn the information. Um, so I was like, you know what, I think it'll be cool if I can take this traditionally boring topic, add an entertaining twist to it, and kind of present it in a way that a lot of people would like to take in the information and actually want to take in the information. And I thought that that would be a good way to kind of package up such an important topic and deliver it to people. That's great. And what are some things as you're learning on your journey for personal finance that you found super interesting that uh, everyone should know? First and foremost, one of the primary things I like to start off with people is just the importance of credit. And the reason I like to start off with that is because credit is a foundation for a lot of other personal finance areas. So, you know, whether it's credit cards or, you know, applying for an auto loan or applying for a mortgage, you know, so many different facets of your finances boils down to, you know, how you stand credit wise. So I always like to, you know, not only make people aware of, you know, how your credit score is calculated or, you know, the benefits of a good credit score and things of that nature, because a lot of times when it comes to something like credit, a lot of people don't realize how much they need it until it's time for them to need it. And usually by then it's a tad bit too late. So that's one of the main topics I like to get out and, you know, get out on people early and be proactive about. That's great. What are some of the, for whenever I you know write books and whatnot, I always hope and love the, the comments and the feedback from readers. So what are some comments that you feel that you've gotten some of your readers? I think a lot of people who read finesse and finances, they enjoy the way I really take finances that they, you know, traditionally view as complex or, you know, boring and presented in a way that's not only relevant to them, it's culturally relevant and is presented in a way that, you know, at the very worst case scenario, if you don't take in the information, you know, you'll still have some good laughs. And so I think they appreciate, you know, the kind of the lightheartedness of how I present it because finances kind of has this rap of being, you know, kind of this stuffy profession, you know, full of your guys in suits on Wall Street. And so people kind of have this, you know, notion of what they think of finances and personal finances. So I think, you know, in the way the presentation is, a lot of people appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah, so share with us a, a few more points because let's say someone is in their 20s as opposed to 40s. Let's, let's just say a millennial. Let's say someone that's in their like, like mid-20s or, or 30s. How should they approach finance or what, would you, what are some things that in your book that you might have shared with them? I think the biggest thing, especially you know, if you're in your 20s or 30s, is to realize that the biggest thing on your side is time and compound interest when it comes to saving and investing for retirement or things in the future. Um, I don't think a lot of people really realize, you know, just how much of your money in retirement comes from, you know, the compound interest that you make on your savings, not necessarily just how much you save. And, you know, Einstein even called compound interest the eighth wonder of the world. So it's very important, I think, for people to realize just the difference it makes starting early, regardless of how small you start when it comes to saving and investing. 
the thing is you always want to start early and let time handle a lot of the hard work for you. That's awesome. You mentioned on your profile that you're passionate about fintech. You know, finance is one thing, but then fintech is kind of like next level, you know, like what, what interests you about fintech? I think what interests me the most about fintech is the possibilities of, you know, addressing the problem with a lot of people being underbanked, um, especially minorities and black communities. I don't think as a whole, people really realize just how underbanked these communities are. And by underbank, I mean, you know, no check-ins or savings account. And, you know, with these communities being underbanked, that leaves room for predatory lending and payday loans and a lot of other systematic problems that really put communities as a whole in trouble. And so I think fintech, you know, kind of opens up the door a little bit to solve some of these problems that may get overlooked you know, more on a micro level by bigger banks and other institutions. Nice. Stefan, thanks so much for being on our podcast today. How can our guests stay in touch with you and definitely buy your book? They can find Finesse and Finances is available on Amazon. If you'd like to get in contact with me personally, you can go to my website at stefanwalters.com. That's S-T-E-F-O-N-W-A-L-T-E-R-S.com. Or you can also follow Finesse and Finances on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We usually post a lot of entertaining content, a lot of useful content, you know, so it's the best of both worlds, as I like to put it. That's awesome, Stefan. Thanks so much for your time. Have a great day. No problem. Thank you for having me.